Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My X-rated savage, ladies and gentlemen, before we embark on this X-rated experience, I'm going to go ahead and let all of you know about Anchor. Dude, Anchor is the easiest way for you to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools inside the app that allows you to go ahead and record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. You can do it before the show. You can do it after the show. But make sure you download that free Anchor app or go to Anchor app to get started. Until then, beware. Be fair. Stay savage. Enjoy this episode. One thing about I, I turn sin in my high. Been in my spit with a feeling to fly. Fresh fit and tennis, you guy. Man with a cynical type. I'm in my pinnacle, sipping on pinnacle sprite. My bitch got identical flight. Just got a with different spot in the crib, getting painted so faded like I got the feeling to fly. <laughs> my X rated savage, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the X rated experience. I am your host, the X rated savage god along with savage chris hello and we are here on another beautiful episode of the x-rated experience podcast uh so we're gonna jump right into it with my topic here the me too movement as much good as it's done has it also equally done bad and here's why I say that, you know, put the question marks after that. But here's why I say that. I'm not saying it to offend anybody. What I'm saying it for is because now men act super different now, you know, like, and it's confusing. And here's why. Because now if a man opens a door for a woman, like, is he being misogynistic? Like she can't open the door for herself? Or is he being chivalrous and a gentleman? Like, is it okay for, like, is it, as a woman, do you think it's okay for a man to feel confused like this? Or do you think it's, like, something needs to, like, like they say, if 
white news anchor accidentally says the n-word oh she needs to apologize whoa, whoa, whoa. she needs to be fired and you have some people that are like no she needs to learn like some people wanted like when nick cannon said that about the jews and he got fired but everybody was like no why don't you teach him first like he said he was wrong why don't you make him learn is it one of those things or do you think men should be in that mindset where we should not just do anything for a woman just think we should be like oh they got it i don't know how to do like it's confusing now so do you think it has for future generations of men do you think it has set the bar for us not doing a lot of the things that women actually considered gentlemen like you know do you think it has messed up that future generation of gentlemen so i have two things to say so the first is, I'm just going to answer your question flat out. Uh, no, I, 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 I don't think it's, this is okay because they go together, so I'm just going to together. We are humans. Why are we at any point questioning being kind to people? Like, so any movement or or belief like any of that that causes someone to question the ability to be okay to just be a kind individual and hold the door open for someone which by the way I don't care what your gender is if I'm walking behind you please be kind and hold the door open for me you don't know what kind of day I'm having I have physical ailments it hurts sometimes to physically hold the door open but you can't see that so like just be a kind person hold the door open for people it's just what five seconds of your life you know but back to this like again how is something that was supposed to be people saying hey i'm i'm speaking up for my truth and how i was hurt trying to do people not feeling like feeling like they're a sexual predator for holding the door open for somebody like it makes no sense how like there was such a jump it, it really was and like nowadays you can get a harassment charge for giving a woman a compliment and i feel like it's crazy like if you walking down the street and if you look like i'm not saying damn that ass, i'm not being disrespectful i'm not saying damn that ass fat damn you got some fat ass pussy lips damn you know what i'm saying do the carpets match the drapes i'm not saying anything but why do you say that to us so and we're saying that up until the me too movement I was getting those kind of comments in a basic, dusty-ass town that has nothing to write home about at all. I was getting those crude comments thrown at me up until the Me Too movement. So for a while, it was great. I saw the benefits. And then I don't know what the fuck happened. Like, then guys just stopped saying stuff. And it's like, I wasn't telling you to not say it. I'm just saying, like, you don't need to be cursing and you don't need to be very vulgar in how you're describing my body. Just, you know, but for some guys, it did change. I, after that, much more. I got good morning, queen. Like, <laughs> so, like, and I'm like, y'all full of shit. Like, no, <laughs> I like it better than, like, it's just a new, yeah. it's a new, it's a new yeah. way and a new pickup line. Yeah. But, you know, it's, I'm, I don't feel like I'm, I need to wrap up my body now. Like, now they say, okay. Okay, queen. Hey. Like I want to put my hips out a little bit, you know. But before I didn't, it wasn't okay. So there was positive 
things that came up that but it just kept going yeah yeah that's true okay so now i get it now but yeah comp like the pickup lines have changed a little bit out there because now it's actually pickup lines now <laughs> <laughs> because i say good morning queen or grand rising queen but i don't do it to pick anybody up i do it because i feel like women are queen i don't like that's just me i don't i don't know i think i've been doing it I, i've never been that type of guy to use the pickup line no there's there's guys that truly mean it but then when they realize during the me too like oh okay what i'm doing ain't right like let's see what the other guys are doing they saw it they <clears throat> copy paste <clears throat> and it's been working for them apparently but you know i don't know yeah exactly it works for me it works for me and here's why it works for me because i got daughters you know and if, if i'm you know it's been times where you know a man may hit on a girl and don't know her father or her mom is around some way shape and form uh but if i have like if i'm out with my daughters and my daughters are gorgeous and i'm not just saying that because i'm their dad no my daughters are fucking gorgeous so if I'm out with my daughter, Caleb, and, like, I hear a dude be like, good morning, queen. I'm like, huh. What a nice gentleman. <laughs> but that that's as far as it fucking goes. Don't hit on my daughter. No, like, I know he's hitting on my daughter, but he it's like, he's called, like, you know, he he's boosting her. So it's like, huh. My daughter is a fucking queen. I know that. You got damn right. You did a good good job, young man. I might even tip him when my daughter not around. I might even get man, that was a good that was a good little pickle. <laughs> I like that kid. You remind me of a young me. A good little what? Okay. <laughs> I'd be like, it's a good little pickup line. You right. Might... So pickup line. So guys use that as a pickup line for us women. And they think we don't see what you guys are doing. But we much prefer it. I'm like, damn, baby, look at that ass. Get you yeah, that's true. But like I was saying, <laughs> it's yeah, it is. Because if I hear a guy saying, "Hey, baby, let me get that," like if I hear that, like coming for, I'm gonna kick your fucking door into your teeth. Like who are you talking to? I'm talking about don't, don't talk about my daughter ass. What's wrong with you, Slim? Like, like I said. That's why I feel like that's one spot. Karma isn't going to come back. It can't come back to get me because I never did that to a young lady when I was out. I never said, hey, it's not I never did that. I was always respectful. I might have been a savage, but I was always a respectful savage. <laughs> like, I like, so I feel like that's what karma is probably like, all right, I can't touch him then. Because I never came at women like that. Like, I never like, hey, shorty in the red. I never did none of that shit. Yeah, that's how we used to do it in the city. I never did nothing like that. Or if a girl didn't want to talk to me, I didn't. I wasn't like, all right, well, fuck you then, bitch. I didn't do no shit. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. So, that, so karma, if you listening, <laughs> you can't come at me. I never did that. You know I never did that. So, I don't think my daughter should get that. I should. I feel like they should get approached as you know good morning queen or how how's your day today like anything like anything respectful you know because i was always respectful but like yeah after the if if, if the dudes get over that first defense for sister the greeting i don't know <laughs> like it's up to my daughters to do their thing they need advice i'm here for them i can see the signs i can see the signs even my daughter gabby's mom she was like if i like once i meet a dude yeah i want to bring him around you because you just have that radar <laughs> like you would know if you full of shit or not i'm like yeah and i don't want nobody around like 
now I don't mind if, like, now I don't mind if my daughter's mom, if she dates or nothing like that. But at first, before my daughters could talk, I was like, oh, no. Like, they can't talk. They can't say But she met my daughter, Gabby. <laughs> she She's, well, not only would she say something, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, she's already put a knife in whoever's chest to try to play with her or her mom. She's that, she's that, she doesn't play when it comes to family. I teach my kids family first, all other bullshit second. When it comes to their siblings and stuff, because I want the siblings to be rock hard. Like the Waynes. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. <laughs> I digress. But, um, alright. So, so we both agree that the compliments have gotten better but when like the good thing we already talked about where the bad thing is is putting the men in a mindset where they can't be chivalrous no more that was the bad thing but the good thing i feel like about it is the me too movement has taught me a lot as well because for the longest time i did not know if you're having sex with a woman and you guys have a condom on and you slip and you want to be Mr. fucking Houdini and take the condom off. That is now considered a rape. It's been an issue. It's always been an issue. It's just now it's got an official title for y'all to understand. That is not okay. I said yes and consented to a condom. I did not say yes and consent to your raw dick. <laughs> okay? There's two different things spiritually. There's two different things physically. That That's two different conversations yeah. I need to have with myself. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, that's just, like, think about it this way. Like, why would you as a man, like, all of a sudden, like, if you're fucking, like, and you do, oh, I guess I'm saying that. Sometimes. I to put a condom on in the middle, but that's for yeah. us. Yeah. But, like, that's just weird. Wait, hold on, wait. Some, wait, a dude has started raw and then ended with a condom? That makes no fucking sense to me. Yeah, I've had that happen. That's that because, because he wanted to be able to come while he was inside of me, but that was not about to fucking happen. So I mean, I understand um, that part. I understand that part, but if I, like I can't, maybe because all the drugs I did, when I know when I put on condoms, I don't feel shit. I don't feel nothing. And you can blame it on those little gas stations. You know how they sell condoms in the gas station out in the box? They sell them singles for you, fellas. That is the worst fucking idea. We don't know that like they don't. They just dump them. Condoms. We don't know how long that shit been sitting, so it dries up and quickly. It's in the sun. It's exposed to the different temperatures. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. So we don't know how that shit goes. So it leaves me not feeling nothing, and her vagina smelling more like fucking. What's that shit called? Not lubricant. It's it smells. No, it smells like rubber. The rubber smell. What is that? It smells like latex. Pussy smelling latex. And I don't like eating the vagina after my latex covered penis was in it. Cause now it feels like I'm eating a medical glove. I don't wanna feel that shit. I really feel like something's wrong with that. Like I would rather taste my sweet musk coming perspiring from her vagina than a fucking medical glove. You know? So we're so off track, but I have to ask this question now. So you would never be into like having sex with a plastic doll? No, why would I do that? They got real dolls out here now. I'm just asking. Have you ever had sex with a plastic doll? No, it would smell like plastic. It would make it feel like I'm having sex with like 
a fucking bedding cover. I don't know. <laughs> My grandmother's couch. That's what it would make me feel like I'm having sex with. You didn't have sex with your grandmother's couch? No. It was her vacuum. It's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Me Too movement taught you that you have to keep the condom on. It told me that I have to keep the condom on. And it also taught me... um a lot of other things that I'm going to get into when we come back from this break. This is a special commercial break that I want to get into. We're already three minutes past the time I wanted to get into it. Four minutes now past the time I wanted to get into it. So we're going to go to a quick commercial break. Enjoy this preview of a special edition episode of the X-Rated Experience podcast that I want everyone to hear. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be golden. All right. All that and more when we come back. Subject A, Peter, also known as Savage God. We are going to study this subject, and in this experiment, we are going to identify all the different aspects of this entity, including his past, his current goals, his strengths, and what support system he has in place to help him survive. Let's examine him. And we are back on the X-Rated Experience podcast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, here with Savage Chris. And we are going over the Me Too movement, pretty much the pros and cons of it all. Uh, that's then that is the title of the show, the Me Too movement, pros and cons. And I hope you enjoyed that snippet of an upcoming special edition uh, episode of the X-Rated Experience podcast, something more intimate Something more open. It's gonna. This is a great interview. You know, shout out to Savage Chris for that one. <laughs> you know, it was her brainchild. She helped me with that a lot. And yeah, you know, she was dope. But so we we got in early in the conversation. We got into. You asked me what other things that the Me Too movement has taught me, and yeah, it it, it taught me that sometimes those like it also told me that okay yeah just because you're married doesn't mean you can just take the pussy whenever you want your wife can still say no too so that's one thing i was i wasn't blind or like (laughs) i thought like okay is she wrong for telling him no like okay yeah don't fuck don't just take it but is she in the wrong though? Like technically, y'all married. Why am I getting told no from my wife? I mean, even and then, so the Me Too movement movement told me that it doesn't matter why you're getting told no, nigga. Just no. Like, don't just be a fucking dickhead and take the pussy. So that's another thing it told me. I'm glad <laughs> you have that lesson down, and that would have been a trip to jail. That has always been your belief. Always. Yeah, but a lot of men don't follow it, and a lot of women didn't report it at first either. That is because people feel like they own people when they're married, and that is also people's unhealthy history of trauma. But that is a therapy session that I'm not here to give anybody. But that is deeper rooted issues, you know, for two people to comply that or some Stockholm shit, you know? Yes. 
I'm sure Belle did not tell the beast no. <laughs> no, she. Stockholm. That is Stockholm syndrome. That is Stockholm syndrome. I don't, like Stockholm syndrome is a funny thing. Do what you gotta do to survive, and then all of a sudden you think it's not funny anymore. Yeah, I don't know how people think that's real. Like, I'm like, okay, like that's another thing. Like you can beat me and kidnap me and I can put me in the closet for fucking two, three years. I'm not going to love you, nigga. I know how I got here. I remember everything. I, I can't just be like, oh, why? how do I grow that sentimental uh, feeling for my abuser? Like, and I'm asking as a man, like, if and you can, because I don't, I cannot empathize, I don't sympathize with the, the, I can't put myself in the shoes of a woman going through that. It's different, you know. Um, but as a man, mm. I, I can't, like, dude, if you kidnapped me at seven and kept me and held me in the closet until I was fucking 10, what feeling do I, am I going to, and if it, was, if it was a man or if it was a woman, like, it's the same, you're in the same fucking bracket. A kidnapper and rapist is a kidnapper and rapist, period. Period. So, where does, how, <laughs> like, oh, because you, you gave me extra eggs one day on the plate you slid under the fucking door, <laughs> like, how, well, oh, you get, oh, you, you, you opened the window shade so I can see that the world still exists, how? But, you know what, even though you don't realize it, those are some of the people who got freed by the Me Too movement. Got you. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> and I, and I, I get what you're saying. Like, I get that it sucks that men are questioning if it's okay to compliment a woman. But now we got women who realize it's not okay to be with a man or the woman or the group of people who abuse them for years. And it's not just women who got freed by the Me Too movement. And that's the thing that guys don't realize either. It's it's not. Like it was it was a voice for people who were part of the LGBTQ community as well. You know, so it helped a lot of people. So yes, it sucks that you question if you can open the door. But now they don't have to question if they're about to get their ass beat because Hey, someone else on the TV said they were going through the same shit I was going through. And yeah, they're getting questioned by everybody, but like, how freeing was that for them to say it? Like, no. So. Yeah, that's true. But when it comes to what do you, and I'm going to give you my answer after I ask this question. And it's not just for you, Savage Chris. This is to all my listeners, mostly my men out here. Do you guys feel like the Me Too movement, when it comes to us, if Again, I always go back to the example of Terry Crews. When it comes to us making a noise and saying, hey, something has happened to us, we don't get hurt. Y'all look at us like, okay, and? Like, now do you see, do you find that kind of contradicting of what you guys are fighting for and struggling for? But if men, like, come out and say, hey, I was touched. Or, hey, these women took me against my will. I didn't want this whatever like people make jokes and all that do you think that's a cool thing to do like or like what's your stance on that no one said men 
were excluded. No one said cis men were excluded from the Me Too movement. They just haven't hopped on board. Okay? You sure it's, about that? It's, it's some there's, shit. There's some, but it's not, no, nobody's bashing. It's the, it's when you're welcome to say, hey, this sucks. This happened to me as well. That is open. I'm, no, we're not taking that from you. It's a terrifying place to say that. And I think, I think men feel more ridiculed because they felt like they had to be stronger or they felt like they should have got out of it. And no, it's just life fucking sucks. And you got handed a horrible situation. There's someone else that also got that you as well. Say me too. You're, you know, you're part of it. It, so in that's what I'm saying. Like the the door opening thing. That's just that that someone took a powerful movement and like pissed on it, and like had a branch. You know, there's right. you know there's branches of each belief. So right. no, cis men are more than welcome to join. We welcome you having freedom and saying me too, and getting some of that and bondage of that fear and trauma and past and triggers and all that shit that comes with something like that. You're welcome to come back and join us. Thank you. I just wanted to know your stance on it. And cis men? Cis men? That's what you were saying? C-I-S. Yeah, I know. Comfortable in skin. I get it. I know the pronoun. <laughs> I know. I know it. I don't... You know, we... like It's starting to be a little uproar about that. And I said what I said because in the Me Too movement on their website, they very specifically say LGBTQ community. And then they have, you know, you were talking about what I describe as cis women, you know. Yeah, you know, so it's just, <clears throat> I'm just saying. Oh, no, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm just, no, because I was actually had a... a conversation with a group of people about this cis thing and how it's a lot of um, LGBTQ plus people out there that actually bash cis men and women now and it's like okay when the fuck does that stop like you guys are just you guys have just been making so much progress in your own fight don't turn around and bash the people that are still comfortable in their skin so to say, because of past misdoings that you had to go through. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's a thing like that needs to be stopped. Like we all can't progress together if if we just gonna go back and forth about the same thing. Okay, you pissed in my fuck you pissed on my swing. Now I'm gonna piss on your i I'm gonna piss on your slide. Like let's have how about this? We not piss on each other's things and share. Let's do that. <laughs> And I agree. Okay. But based off how that website is and how I felt when I read it and how I know other people felt and how men felt when they read their website, it felt like that specifically was the population that was not being included in the Me Too movement or didn't feel like they had a voice. So when you say as well, I'm here, I'm like, okay, so you know, heterosexual men, cisgender men, don't 
feel like you're represented in this movie. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, it's correct, but I'm not speaking for all of uh, oh. No, I'm asking you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's not like your listeners respond to me or I, I read anything, so no. <laughs> I'm asking you. But, yeah. but go ahead, you can answer the question. Yeah, I, no, I don't, um, yeah, I'm just saying I don't speak for, I don't speak for no specific hetero, homo, bi, I don't speak for no claim to any of who I am I am me but I'm not speaking for everybody I'm just speaking from my point of view like of what I heard out there see I put my I got my head to the streets like Jesus but <laughs> it's just I just wanted to know like what's going on I just wanted to see if I had any type of influence to nip whatever type of moment like momentum or anything you know so that's all I'm saying but on that note, my X-Rated Savage, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy this episode of the X-Rated Experience Podcast. I was your pilot of savagery, the Savage God, along with Savage Chris. She don't miss. <laughs> I don't even have anything to say now. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I want you guys to be with. Be fair. Stay healthy. Stay savage. Look. And open the doors for people behind you. Please, if you see someone struggling, offer to help. I understand coronavirus. You can hold your breath for those five seconds, too. You know? Or just kick the door and, like, bounce. Okay? People got rude during coronavirus. They are. They are. But, you know, people, you know, it is what it is and it ain't what it's going to be. You feel me? All right. Love you guys. Hey, remember, watch out for more light droppings of the special episode. Well, I'm only going to do another preview. I'm only doing two previews. You just got to catch the rest (laughs) when it comes out. I'm not not about to oversaturate with this special episode. Two previews, and that's it. Damn it. All right, I'm out of here, man. Y'all don't work me up. Got my blood pressure all high, man. I think, I don't know. I can't, I can't spell my name. I think people follow me. It's a lot going on in the world. All right, bye. <laughs>